Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 23. Today's episode is going to be on tracking your expenses. And this is something I could talk about all day long. I love tracking expenses. It's something I'm really into and I think it's really, really important and it's the main key component to keeping yourself on budget. So we'll talk about things like um, methods to track your expenses, what to do when you come in over budget and how to get back on track, and just some uh, motivation for keeping yourself on budget. And I apologize if there's background noise in the episode. I wasn't thinking, and I had my um, vacuum running in the background. Like It's not like a regular vacuum. It's like one of those like robot vacuums. And it was running like in the other room and it was like banging around while I was talking, but I was already like halfway through the episode and I had said everything I wanted to say. So I didn't want to like re-record it and then not say the things that I had on my mind. So I apologize if, if there's some banging sounds here and there. So anyway, we're just going to have a few short words from our sponsor first and then we'll get right into the episode. Thanks so much for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So on today's episode, I wanted to talk about tracking your expenses. Um, Tracking your expenses is obviously like the biggest component of keeping your budget because if you don't track your expenses, there's no way to know if you're meeting your goals and spending your money how you want to spend it. Um, So that's, I'm kind of like really, it's like one of the main things that I'm constantly tracking our expenses like every day, always, every dollar we spend, it's like really, really important to me. And I think it should be important to everybody who has goals that they want to meet, which I think is most people. But um, before we get into the the details of this episode, I wanted to um, give my frugal tip of the week. So I'm trying to give one frugal tip each week that I hope will be helpful to people. My frugal tip for this week is um, don't buy soda or drinks when you go out to dinner, especially if you have a large family. Um, this is something that we started doing. We Well, first of all, we hardly ever go out to dinner, like really, really rarely, really rarely. Um, we have a family of five, and my kids are ages 14 to 19, so it's basically like five adults going out to dinner, which adds up really quickly. But um, anyway, when we do go out, we try and not spend too, too much money um, on the dinner because it can get really expensive. So one area where we... Um, save money, which we've pretty much stuck to for a while now, is not buying soda for the whole family for like a, you know, when we get our meal, we just get water. Because if you think about it, um, with tax and tip, I think on average I calculated a soda costs like $3.20 per person because it's the soda plus the tax plus the tip on top of it. So if you have a family of five, that's like $16.00. And that could be like an appetizer or a dessert. Um, I mean, obviously not a dessert for everyone, but usually if we get dessert, we'll get like one or two desserts tops and we'll share it. We don't usually get dessert anyway because you get so much food. Um, But anyway, so that could be an appetizer if you want, or that's just $16 that you could save. 
you could buy like three bottles of soda for the kids to have as a treat at home if you wanted to with that or more more bottles of soda than that but anyway so that's my frugal tip of the week if you're going out to dinner consider not getting um sodas or that you know like any type of like paid drink for the family and just get water and you'll save probably 16 to 20 dollars right there depending on the cost of the drinks that you were going to purchase so anyway back to tracking your expenses so there's lots of different ways that you can track your expenses and um, I, I'm always reading about different um, tips and techniques and things like that and um, there's really no a perfect way obviously to track your expenses and you have to do it in a way that works for you but the most important thing is um, that you're tracking them as you go along because if you wait until after the spending is done to see how you compare to budget usually that doesn't work if you're like me anyway maybe for some people it does but for me I found that if I wait until the spending is done and then I go back to see how we did for the month we always came in way over um, it's it never worked out to kind of be like okay let's see how we did because I'd always be disappointed we always spent way more than I thought we did because things add up so quickly you know you each day like day to day like okay well, I only spent five dollars or I only spent ten dollars and you kind of forget about all those little things and then when you add it all up you're like oh my gosh we came in so much over our budget so I just think it's really really important really really important to track your spending to your budget as you're going along and don't wait until the end so there's different ways you could do this um, I use a spreadsheet I actually what I do is I actually have like a running total of our projected checking account which starts from like the beginning of the year and it goes all the way to the end of the year so I have basically have like our whole year plotted out as the money comes in what bills are going out and like our general weekly spending and it shows like the projected um, checking balance at any of those points in time um, mine is really super detailed it doesn't have to be that way most people do it on like a weekly bi-weekly or monthly basis I just like to see like what the whole year looks like so that's why I do it that way but um, so you can use a spreadsheet to track your expenses um, you can use an app um, or you can use the cash envelope system so I guess we'll just start with this the spreadsheet so how I do it in my spreadsheet is um, I have like I said I have the whole year laid out I show like basically has like opening checking balance and then like there's like two columns one's like budget and one's actual and then down the side it'll be like paycheck uh, mortgage um, you know auto insurance uh, cable bill utilities it has like every single bill and like the date of when I expect it to happen so I sort the spreadsheet by like date order so that the checking projected balance is kind of like in date order of how I expect things to happen and then I have also like a bi-weekly spending budget which I have just roughly like by the date that I get my paycheck I gotta kind of put this lump amount in for the two-week period that my paycheck covers and then what I do is I have a separate tab then of that weekly budget so then that's kind of separately categorized like I know how much of that bi-weekly amount that I have available for um, like gas groceries and my sinking funds I have a whole separate episode on sinking funds but my sinking fu fund funding 
is part of that weekly budget amount. So each week I'm putting aside for different things that we're either saving for or for things that occur um, you know, at different times during the year when we need to kind of like save up for those things. That might be something like an annual vet visit for your pets or just um, you know, things that don't happen like um, regularly every week or every month. So I keep those all separate. So then what I do is during the week as we're going along, well, when the, before the week even starts, first what I do is I apply all my money to the sinking funds and then I estimate how much I'm gonna spend for groceries, how much we're gonna spend for gas, and then I see like how much we have left. So I know if it's gonna be like a really tight week, like say if I know one of my kids has um, an unexpected uh, thing going on, like maybe my daughter is gonna have like some Girl Scout event that I wasn't planning for, and maybe that's gonna be like $25 or something like that. So I know at the beginning of the week, like that's coming this week, I need to anticipate spending that $25. So in my spreadsheet, I will list out any of those unusual items that are gonna happen this week that I wasn't planning on. So I'll project out how much we have left um, to go in the week. And then based on that, I have in my mind like how much we kind of can spend, like can we, do we really have to kind of hold off on everything this week and really just kind of keep tight because we know that it's gonna be um, limited because of those extra things or do we have a little extra that we might be able to spend? Now, we don't really spend extra just to spend extra, but if I know like, um, I don't know, like I needed to get something for my horse's um, halter I needed to buy like a leather punch and it was like 10 bucks. So like, but I didn't really like need it, need it. So I knew I had like at least an extra 10 bucks in the weekly budget. So I decided to buy it. But that's something where like, if we were going to be really tight that week, I'd be like, yeah, I don't really need that. I can hold off on that until a week when we have a little extra money. So once I have my amount that I know we are working with for the week, I actually keep on it like on a daily basis. Like a lot of days we just don't even spend anything. Um, my grocery spending, I know the day of the week I'm gonna spend it, and as long as I came within my budget, I don't bother updating it for that, because I'm really strict with sticking to the grocery budget. And um, I know I estimate in what I'm gonna spend, and I pretty much spend what I'm gonna spend. And gas is pretty predictable too. Um, but if I spend anything else during the week, I will go into my spreadsheet and I'll update it like as soon as I spend it, because I don't wanna get to the end of the week and um, see that those little spending items added up to more than I had left and, and I go over budget because whenever I go over budget it's so hard to make it up like it's just so hard to make it up I've, I used to go over all the time I never I didn't have good control in the past on this and I've gotten so much better over time but when I first started doing this I did the afterwards tracking and I'd always see that we came in over and then I'd say alright next week we really got to try and save and um, come in under budget next week because we came in so much over last week and then something would always happen and something would always come up and that would cause us to come in over budget. So keep tracking your expenses while they go along. And this is especially important too if you're using a credit card to make purchases. Um, you know, you're, you're checking, you're gonna see the money come out of your checking right away but don't just like swipe your card for purchases and think you're gonna remember those. Like you're not gonna pay that bill until the end of the month or you know whatever the timing of your billing cycle is on your credit card. So it's super important that every time you swipe a credit card, you record that purchase on your weekly spending. 
um, what I do is I put it on my um, like I put it on my budget as an expense like as if it came out of my checking account but then what I do to reconcile the checking account I will add back that amount as being due to the credit card so I kind of like add it back to the balance because it hasn't actually come out yet and then when I go to pay the credit card bill I already kind of have that money set aside to pay the bill but it's really really important to make sure that you're tracking those cards especially if you have a card that you don't use all the time like my what my main checking my main credit card that I use I have the app and I check the app all the time I always make sure that there's nothing that I forgot to record or track in there and I go on the website too and I'm always checking to make sure that there's like do I have any pending charges that I need to make a note of is there anything out there that I didn't think to record um, but then I also have like a Target card and I don't use it I don't go to Target that often um, I like Target but I just don't really go there that often it's usually something specific that I'm going to go there for but when I do go there I use my Target red card so that I can get 5% um, off of the purchase so the second I get home from Target, I will record that right away and then show it as being payable to Target. I'll record the expense and then show like the amount, the add back that I'm gonna have to pay that to Target. Because otherwise, if I forget, then like, you know, three weeks later when the bill comes, I'm like, oh gosh, I gotta pay this. Now I gotta take it out of this week's budget. I wasn't thinking of that. Um, so yeah, it's really important. Any, any purchases like that on a credit card, especially if it's not a card that you normally use, like a certain store card that you're going to get like a discount with, make sure that you record that right away. Um, so that's kind of spreadsheet tracking, just keeping your budget and showing what you have left and making a note of every purchase you make and really trying to stick to it. You can be, if, if you can have a good mindset about sticking to your budget, you really can do it. Um, you just have to kind of, I think people tend to just think they need something and then they just buy it. And it seems like there's a lot of times you really don't need to buy certain things. You can hold off. Like if you don't, you have to have the mindset that if I don't have the money for it, I can't buy it. So it's like, it's really important to really kind of think that way. And especially if you're using a credit card, like make sure even though you're using a credit card, you can still only spend the money that you have budgeted for that week. Um, so anyway, that's what I do using the spreadsheet. A lot of people also use apps um, to track their expenses. There's like um, apps that, uh, like I think Mint might be one of them. I honestly, I don't use an app to track my expenses. I think Mint might be one of them. I know there's a lot of um, apps that you can use um, like every dollar is like the Dave Ramsey um, one. They have like a free version. Then I think they have one that you have to get with like their, um, you know, like if you sign up for the Dave Ramsey plan, which I'm, I don't have that. I follow his, I follow his advice, but I don't, I'm not like a member of their, um, I can't even think of what his program is called right now. Um, but anyway, they have the every dollar app. So there's definitely different apps. I would suggest looking up to see what ones are out there and what ones have really good reviews but you can link those up to your bank account and i'm assuming you can link them up to your credit card account too and as you make purchases it will like categorize them for you and show you in real time where you're at compared to your budget so maybe that's something that might work for you like i said i don't do it that way but i could definitely see that being helpful i kind of already had my process in place like for quite a while before like all the budget apps were really like a big thing 
so I'm mine works for me and I don't really need to change it right now so that's the only reason I don't use those but I would definitely suggest looking into them whatever you can do to really keep on top of your spending and make sure you're not spending more than you have allotted for the week is gonna really really help you and when you see that you come in on budget it's like super exciting because like you met that goal for the week and then you start the next week and it makes you even more motivated to stick to it again so whatever you can do to help yourself track um, is 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 good anything is better than nothing so the the more things you can do to help yourself stay on budget the better the better it'll be for you um, another method and this is really popular with the Dave Ramsey community but I've definitely heard other people use it as well um, that aren't specifically following him and that's the cash envelope system so if you really find that you're struggling um, with keeping on budget and with using a credit card or you know just using your debit card a lot of people um, have found a lot of success by using the cash envelope system and that's where you withdraw the cash from your checking account that you have budgeted for each of your categories and you put it in an envelope so you might have say a gas envelope a groceries envelope, an eating out envelope, um, an entertainment envelope. Uh, you don't want to go crazy, but you basically set up categories just like you have for your budget, but you have a specific envelope for that. So say if you're going to put like $30 in your eating out envelope for the week, you put, you take out all your money, you put your money in your grocery budget, gas budget, whatever, one of your envelopes would be your eating out. So you put $30 in that envelope. Once that $30 is gone, it's gone. You, you can't spend any more money on eating out until the next week when you refund that envelope. So by using cash, it really helps you um, make sure that you're not overspending because you can't. Now, of course, you could go then use your debit card because you're out of cash, but if you're, if you're not going to be disciplined in sticking to your cash envelope system, then it's probably not worth setting it up. But um, it really works well for people because you can see the cash and you see what's left. And um, you know, it, it, it just kind of puts that limit. Like you can see, okay, and it, it can help you make decisions too. Like if you have an entertainment envelope with $20 in it and you know that um, you know, next week you wanna do something that's gonna cost 40, then you'll say, you know what, I really wanna do that thing next week, so I'm gonna save my $20 from this week and then um, have $40 to spend next week. So um, it's like a visual tool. Um, so that's another method. Um, then, then I also heard, which I actually only kind of heard about this recently. For me, I'm not sure that, that this would work for me. It would probably make me a little bit nervous, but um, this might work well for some people. Um, I heard one, one woman talking about having a separate spending bank account where basically they take their, um, their variable spending budget and put it into a separate bank account, and then they can spend from that until it's gone. I'm guessing that they must have some kind of cushion in there because I wouldn't feel comfortable bringing it down to like a small dollar amount. I'd re be really afraid that I would have forgotten to record something and I'd overdraw the account or something like that. But uh, yeah, so that was another method that I heard of. And um, I guess, you know, they would just keep checking their account and making sure that uh, they weren't overspending. But obviously, you'd have to be really meticulous with tracking on that one too because if you're if you're just using an actual bank account and you're only limiting yourself to being able to spend a certain amount of money you'd have to um you know you would have to make sure that you're really really tracking carefully so that you don't overspend on that account so what happens when you go over budget my suggestion is not to worry so much about trying to catch up 
because it makes it really stressful um, and it's very difficult to catch up because if you have a certain amount of money allotted each week, that's probably what you're typically spending. So what I've tried to do is when I overspend rather than, well, I used to always try to catch up and I, I just never was able to catch up and I just got more and more stressed and I never still caught up. So it didn't really help anything. So that's where I came up with my sinking funds and, um, you know, you can, you can use that or not, but what, what I think is the most important thing to do is when you come over, um, over budget for the week is to look and really analyze like what happened is it are you coming over budget for groceries every single week do you need to relook at how you spend for groceries can you adjust that better or did you not allow yourself enough money for groceries because if you're not allowing yourself enough money in the budget and every single week you're coming in over budget it's not going to help you um, your your but your budget's wrong it needs to be adjusted and if you need to cut back somewhere else, then you need to cut back somewhere else because you can't have a budget that exceeds the amount of money that you have coming in. So my suggestion when you come in over budget to get yourself back on track is to really look and see what is happening that's causing you to go over budget and adjust your budget to make sure that it's gonna work for you. And if it's those one-time things that happen that you weren't expecting, see if there's a pattern for those is it you know you weren't expecting a field trip for your kids okay well i know you weren't expecting it that week or that month but do they have a field trip every year maybe you need to start putting aside a small amount so that when something like that comes up you have the money set aside already was it a birthday party your kids had to go to was it um school pictures um did you get like uh, i don't know i'm just trying to think like any kind of things that don't happen every single month like maybe you needed to get um, uh, like a car maintenance that you weren't expecting like you know you went in for an oil change and it turned out you needed like some kind of filter or you know some other type of service maybe you need to have a little bit more set aside and I know it sounds easy oh to just set aside more money because if you had more money then you would you know it'd be easier to budget but you'd be surprised if you really really look at your budget and you really watch your spending, you can just put little amounts aside for these types of things and have them available um, for when you need them. It's, it's definitely doable. So um, that's my recommendation for when you go over budget on kind of getting yourself back on track. Don't stress so much about um, catching up on where you went over, but just focus on what went wrong and how you can make it better for going forward. And then um, just some tips to like motivate you to avoid overspending. Um, you know, you really need to have your goals in mind, uh, what you're trying to achieve with this. It, it can't just be to stay on budget because that's, I mean, I love staying on budget and I love when I see that my plan matched up and everything, but it needs to be more than that. It needs to be um, short-term goals and long-term goals, you know, obviously you need to be planning for long-term like your retirement but maybe you're also saving for a vacation um, or maybe you're trying to get yourself to a point where you can increase your 401k contribution um, maybe you're trying to build your emergency fund so you want to place every dollar extra that you have in that emergency fund maybe um, you're trying to pay off debt you want to really look at every dollar you're spending and pay down that debt and with paying off debt 
I mean, you really do have to look at everything you're you're spending because if whatever you're spending money on, if you still have debt, it's kind of like as if you're taking out more debt to purchase that item because that's money that you could have paid down on the credit card. So like if you're in debt and you're going out to dinner, you know, that might be something that you want to think about. Like, should we really be going out to dinner when we could easily purchase something at the grocery store and, and take this money and pay down the card? Um, that's, um, you know, those are the types of things. So really, really think about what it is that you're trying to get to and help that keep you motivated because it can be really exciting when you have those goals in mind and you start achieving them and hitting them and it really is possible it takes a while it takes time but if you are intentional with your money and you watch where every dollar is going you'd be amazed at what you can do with what you're making um, and if you're not making enough then you know there, there are you could do side jobs there's other things you could do to to bring in extra money in the short term until you get, you know, a little bit better paying job. But uh, so that's my episode on expense tracking. I hope this is helpful. It's something that I'm really, really um, passionate about. I love budgeting and finance and trying to meet financial goals. So I hope this is helpful to you. Uh, if I would love, love, love to hear your feedback. I have a Facebook page. It's um, facebook.com slash Lola's Frugal Life. And then there's also a listeners group, uh, facebook.com slash groups slash Lola's Frugal Life. And that's all one word, no apostrophe. Um, you could join the listeners group or you could like the Facebook page. You could leave a comment or you can send me a message directly. If you have um, any episode suggestions or feedback on the episodes I've done so far to see if they're helpful or if there's other topics you'd like me to talk about. This is something that I really love to talk about, so I would love to hear um, what you're looking for information on. So that's it for today, and I thank you so much for listening, and uh, have an awesome day.